Hello and welcome to the Ladies Meeks Tech Missions podcast. Um, my name is Olivia and today I'm here with Laura and Dodie and we are going to be sharing just some God stories. So Dodie, if you'd like to share with us first just how you've seen God working in our community. I would like to share with you the story of um, how we met um, the couple that came to be the first believers here in this village. Um, about, I guess it was a year and a half ago, um, my family, we hadn't even moved here yet. We were just here visiting on a weekend and, um, it was late at night. I believe it was, um, day of the dead weekend. And, um, my husband had to get up because our dog was wanting to go out like in the middle of the night. And so he, um, let the dog out and he noticed a lady, um, not too super close by, but close enough and she was um, with her children and sobbing just in the street, crying. And um, he kind of just um, called out to her and said, hey, if you want to come inside, it's, you know, my wife is here. We have a safe place for you. I don't know what's going on, but we can give you food and um, you can rest for a minute. And so um, she um, came inside with her children and, um, he woke me up and I, um, listened to her story and sadly she had been a victim of abuse at that time and had fled, um, to try to find another family member's home, um, to be in that evening and, um, was just really, um, just heartbroken. And so we just prayed with her and tried to comfort her. We really were not with her for very long, but, um, after that, we moved here and every time we passed by her house, she was just more friendly than even before. She was super friendly and, um, she has a bakery and so she would offer us bread almost always for free. And, um, one day I just went to visit her and I had been praying for her and praying for an opportunity to share with her. And she just came out and asked me, um, could you teach me the Bible? I have a Bible. I've been wanting to learn the Bible. Could you teach me? And I was like, well, yes, of course. And I proceeded to tell her like a creation to Christ story and asked if, um, her and her family members would like to meet together. And, um, she said that her sister was also interested in learning her sister and her brother-in-law. And so we talked about the possibility of it happening, but yet we never really nailed down an exact day. And it took several weeks, maybe a month or so for us, for me to make more visits and continue to extend that invitation. And finally, I met her sister who lived right next door. Um, and one day we were able to nail down a day and a time to start telling um, Bible stories. And to up until that point, we had not met um, this um, lady's brother-in-law, the sister's husband. And... Um, but we show up, my, um, Jake and I, our entire family show up that night to, um, hopefully begin what would be like a 10 week, um, evangelistic story group with this family. And, um, the crazy thing was that the original lady that I had met that night who, um, in the middle of the night, she was not even there <laughs> and she had left and, um, moved to another place and, and her family didn't even know that she was leaving. And I don't even know if she knew, um, that far in advance. And so, um, 
she was not in the picture anymore, but yet we had met her sister. And so we just sat there and we waited with the, with her for a while. And finally the husband showed up and he was very um, interested in hearing about the Bible and hearing stories and had lots and lots of questions. And so we were able to start um, a story group with this couple and um, eventually they became believers, became our first believers in this place. And now we're working with them to reach more of their family members. And the original woman, the sister, um, is still gone. She's still living somewhere else. But we pray for her and we hope that she'll come back. But I just share this in, in thinking that, you know, you never know um, who God is putting in your path and what um, just being available in the moment to be there for someone, um, can do and that it can form a relationship and, and it may not even be that person, um, that's going to be the person, um, that believes first, you know, it it may be a link to someone else, a connection to someone else who is really ready. And so, um, anyway, that was just a encouraging story that I wanted to share with y'all. Yeah, that is really encouraging. Um, and like you said, that family, that received Christ, they were the first believers here in this community. Um, and they started sharing with their family members and it's just expanded. And we've seen how God has, um, led us to the people who were ready to hear the gospel and receive it. And so it's just really neat to see the Holy spirit working in that way. Um, so Laura, if you would like to share your God story, um, I think yours is about the believers too, right? Yeah, yeah, it's about um, what we've seen, how we've seen the Lord growing and sanctifying, maturing them. Um, Because we all know uh, as sinners, we all have um, baggage that we that we have and that we have to deal with. And um, uh, so I wanted to share a story about um, two women who became believers. um, And uh, but before they were uh, before they were Christians, sisters in Christ, they had both sinned against one another in very hurtful, deep ways, um, and uh, they were not—they were, they were enemies, um, and they did not um, treat each other well. Um, but now that they have uh, Christ, they see each other differently. But still, they—they—they uh, they, they did not interact with one another. Um, it still just wasn't the way it, it should be. Um, it, it wasn't the way it's going to be in heaven, <laughs> for sure, and. Um, so we, um, the ladies on our team, would visit her regularly, and uh, knowing this, um, we we shared scripture with her and prayed over her and um, talked about it. And she would say, "I know I need to to forgive her, and it's hard." And um, I had tried to explain it once like this. Sometimes we can forgive um, people. Well, I, it's I'll give you an illustration. It's um, I shared this with her once. Um, it's like if 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 I borrow money from you and I just can't pay it back, you forgive me of that. You know, if let's say you you say, Laura, it's okay. Uh, you don't have to pay me back. If um if it's not much money, you're probably not going to think twice about it and you're going to move on and and you might forget about it and I might forget about it and we keep going. Um but um if it's uh if it's a a large amount of money, that's just it's a it's a burden um but you decide to forgive me of that you are paying the cost of that um it's not like there's this magical 
pot at the end of the rainbow that if you forgive someone, you get your money back, you know, um, you are out of loss and, uh, and you have to bear the burden of not having that money. And, and so, you know, if it's just a little bit, you, it's kind of like if, you know, um, sometimes people hurt and hurt you and, and it's, you can forgive and it, and it doesn't haunt you anymore and you can move on with your life. And other times there's deep forgive, deep hurt that, um, that is just so deep. It just keeps coming back. And, um, and it's like, it's like if, 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 if I borrowed a thousand dollars from you and I couldn't pay you back and you forgave me for it, you might be, t- you might be great. You might be tempted that when you go on vacation and to think, oh, I want to go do this, but I can't because I don't have this money and to be tempted to keep bringing it back. So anyway, I tried to explain to this, um, sister in Christ how sometimes it's, you can forgive and, and, and it's okay, and you can move on. And other times, it is really hard. I just wanted to encourage her that she's not a bad, weak person if if it's something that keeps coming back. And sometimes we just have to forgive multiple times for the same thing, uh, that same hurt. And so I just try to encourage her um, to remember that. that um, and anyway, we uh, one time Sarah and I went. Every time she was agreed, you know, with with what Scripture says, and she wanted to be able to forgive her and she would talk in the future like yeah someday I had tried to encourage her that one way that it one thing it could look like is if you two sat together and you were able to tell her please forgive me I forgive you kind of a thing um and she would agree oh yeah someday you know maybe we can um and in her timing you know let her be ready but um but Sarah and I um decided to go and visit her and Sarah shared Ephesians 4 um we shared a lot of scripture with her, but Sarah shared Ephesians 4.32, Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. And I had the next verse on my mind, and I ended up sharing that verse with her. And I had shared this verse once before with her. Um, Ephesians 5.1 and 2, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Um, I shared that with her one time because she did make a very, uh, a, a conscious effort, a small, um, effort of being kind to her and greeting her. And I told her that she was being that verse in that moment to her. Um, anyway, so Sarah and I went to visit and, and encouraged her to, um, you know, again, cast out the, the idea, the vision of, would you ever be able to go and, and talk to her face to face about this? Um. And she said, yeah, someday. And, and um, anyway, we, we shared more scripture and talked. And, and finally, she just stopped us. And she said, what time is it? And, and we sh- said, what time? And she stopped. And she thought, and Sarah and I were like, what, what's about to happen? And she said, let's go right now. Um, I need to do this. And then let's go. Can y'all wait for me to do this? And we said, sure. Um, and so we did. And we went and we sat down and and she was, the other woman was not expecting that whatsoever. And so we just sat down and it was all in me's text. So Sarah and I were just, you know, um, just waiting for, to see what was going to happen and not knowing what's going on, just sitting there smiling. I don't know. And, uh, but no, they were talking and it was very serious. And, um, and finally one of the ladies says, we're, we're fine. We're, we're just chit chatting now. We've, we've talked and it's been, it's been good. We, we've, and so we were like, okay, good. Um, but it, it was good. She got right, she cut right to the chase. Um, she didn't want to wait any longer. So um, 
lots of God stories in this story. The fact that these two women know Jesus, um, this part of Dodie's um, uh, God, God story, and then also that that it's true sanctification being done in their hearts, that, that this deep hurt. And, and it's a it, it, way to pray for these women, for these, these new believers. They, you know, as believers, we all have sin in our past and, um, and in our present. And, um, and so as Christ has forgiven us, we need to, um, we can be praying for these, these new believers that they can do that for those who have, you know, they've hurt people and they've been hurt by people. So, um, this is a real true testimony of what the Holy Spirit is doing through these, these families. And, um, and also another way to pray is, is to pray that the Lord would, that others would see it and be changed by that and be drawn to the Lord through that, because it truly is a miracle. She said, one of the women said that the other woman used to, they used to throw rocks and, and yell and, um, at each other and they don't do that anymore. Um, they share things with one another now and it's just different and people know it and people see it well thank you laura for sharing um it is really neat to go through this new stage in our ministry um just beginnings of discipleship and watching these new believers grow in their love for the lord and in their eagerness to hear the word and their obedience to it Um, and in one of the ways that I've seen this, um, my God story is, it kind of fits in with lots of puzzle pieces. Um, one of the pieces is a believer who, um, is in this new group and he, um, was just really excited to share his faith with his family, um, extended family, his uncle and his cousins that live in the community and, um, his cousins just so happened to be um, a teacher and the director of one of the schools in the community, and it's the school that the Armstrong girls attend, and so um, it really just fit together that he is connected to us as a new believer in Christ, and he's eager to share with his family, Um, and so that connection that God made just between Um, our team and him and our team members going to the school that his family teaches at. And so um, just the other day, we had a pastor from Puebla come down and visit with our team to hold a marriage conference um, for these new believers, um, just encouraging them on how, how marriage is viewed biblically and what that means for them. Um, as far as living that out amongst one one another and in their marriage and um, and so this pastor was here teaching but outside of the conference um, we divided out as a group and um, went out and did some evangelistic visits with some of the national believers and um, this visiting pastor and so this guy who is very excited about his faith wanted to share Um, with his uncle and his cousins and so we arranged a visit to go over there um, and share with them with this pastor Um, and it was just really encouraging to see and hear Um, this is a pastor that I know a little bit but not super well I got to know him a lot more on this trip Um, he was here for just a few days and it was really encouraging just to see what what God was doing and how he connected so many little things together, I think, to make 
the story and that visit more impactful for these these family members. Um, so we went last night, a group of us, and shared with um, this family, and it was a uncle, his wife, um, two sisters, and a brother. And so few people there, and they were listening um, to the story of the paralytic. Okay, I had to think about that one. The story of the paralytic um, and the pastor from from the bigger city, he came and he shared that story with them. And that was just amazing because his Spanish, being a national pastor, is a lot better than my Spanish. Um, and so it was very fluent. Um, he was able to connect things that I couldn't do um, in my limited language abilities. Um, and he was able to understand the questions that these um, these people who are hearing the the Bible told to them, just um, desiring to understand what it says, he was able to really explain to them well um, what what the point of the story is and how it applies to their life. Not that it's just some great story from this book, but how it applies and how they should respond. Um, and so he's leading this story, and this um, national believer is beside him and also leading and just showing to his family really how the gospel has changed his life. Um, and as the night went on, um, talking through the story, um, and talking about how Christ in that story of, um, the paralytic Christ healed the sin or forgave the sins of the paralytic before he healed him. And that's our primary um, all of us as human beings, that is our primary thing before God that we are in need of, um, no matter what our physical conditions or emotional conditions are, it's our spiritual need that's the most important thing. And so he was really emphasizing that with them. And the family at first was kind of like, yeah, yeah, you know, thank you so much for coming and sharing. Thank you. Um, we'll talk about it as a family and see if we want to hear more Bible stories um, that's very nice, but they weren't super thrilled about hearing more stories, I don't think. Um, and then the new believer started to ask some questions and, um, and share a little bit more. And his cousin opened up and said that her dad was an alcoholic. Um, and there was just brokenness in the family and brokenness in the home that, um, these three siblings living with their parents in the same house and, and two of the siblings are um, married and they have kids in the house and the dad is an alcoholic and just the brokenness in that family and, and the struggle of um, how to how they want to hear more stories, how the ladies wanted to receive people into the home and, and hear this change that they see in their cousin um, but just struggling because they're in their father's home and he did not seem to want it. Um, and so the cousin actually, um, this new believer was able to share from his experience that he, um, he's about in his forties, I would say, and he, um, struggled with alcoholism before he came to know Christ. And he just shared with his uncle how it really does tear that person apart, how it, it severs and breaks that relationship with the Lord. 
um, how it brings sadness and brokenness into all their other relationships. And so he was able to share, and that was amazing to see how he shared um, from his personal life story and how he could even still share. It's a daily, it's a weekly thing that um, although he is a new creation in Christ, he can still be tempted into it. And so um, he encouraged his uncle. Um, his uncle was like, thank you, thank you for saying that, you know, we're still going to think about it. And so the pastor who came from out of town, um, he jumped in and he said, um, you know, I don't want to be disrespectful, but can I just share something with you? And there's just so much that, you know, could have happened in that moment, but it was amazing to see how God had brought this pastor um, from a different community into an our indigenous mountain community um, to talk to this family. And he started to share his experience um, in his life, and he opened up and shared that his dad and his grandparents are um, Meekstacks from another state. And so he actually comes from a background of Meekstacks. And he doesn't speak um, any of that dialect, but he was able to connect with them on that level that, hey, I'm not just a city pastor, but I can connect with you from my family roots that um, not only was he or is he a, a Mexican pastor, but he is also Meekstech. And then he shared deeper and shared about how his father um, was an alcoholic and how it really brought brokenness into their home and how he saw it um, affect all of them. And that related to everyone in that, um, in that meeting time and spoke to them. And then he shared after years of seeing his father in that that brokenness and alcoholism that he went through a phase in his life where he um, went and sought uh, satisfaction from alcohol and other things. And then he heard the word of the Lord and he um, repented of his sins and he um, came to really believe and trust in Christ and just the change in his life. And I think that, um, that connection in all of those small ways it was really awesome to just sit back and watch that and watch how God um, brought this pastor in and connected again, just like a puzzle piece, connected all of these little things that our team is here and um, knows several of the family members in different ways with different members of our team um, and that this pastor was able to come and to share. And I think you know, after all of this sharing, it was a very long um, meeting, but it was encouraging to see the change that after that they opened up a little bit more and they said, oh, of course, like the dad primarily, he said, our door is always open. You can come anytime. Um, and one of our team members took that and ran with it and said, okay, we'll come in in a couple days and we're going to share another Bible story with you. And so um, just seeing how the Lord is preparing people and has brought um, helpers to our team from other areas in Mexico, from other states in the United States to come and help our team expand ministry here and to um, reach people that he's preparing to receive the gospel. And so that's just a prayer request that I have too, is praying for that family um, 
that whoever is listening to this podcast today could pray for our believers as they are um, being discipled, that they would have this burning desire to share their faith and be bold in it, just like this man was, um, and praying for more opportunities um, for our team and for these believers to share with um, this family and with other families that we're reaching and that they would just be um, open to hearing the gospel and ready to receive it. Um, and so that, I think, is all that we have today for our God stories and for our Ladies Mixtech Missions podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you guys next time.